and we back and we back. Yes, sir. Ski episode three. What's good, everybody? What's popping? I know it's been a while since last time y'all heard from me, but your boy is back. I try to record these only when there's things with note to talk about. And I'm guessing y'all, as y'all can uh, hear, there's something to note to talk about. So, uh, just to brief y'all, this episode is probably going to be a little shorter than the rest. I don't know. It, uh, I think it will. Uh, I just got off a little while ago, pretty tired. And I think I can get through and say everything I, that I, that needs to be said that I want to say within an adequate amount of time. So, uh, with all that out the way, let's get right into it. First thing we're going to talk about anime attack on Titan. Um, I think violence can just sum up what I want to say about attack on Titan. attack on Titan. This nigga, Aaron, he chose violence. <laughs> so, Episode 6 of Attack on Titan starts off with a flashback that uh, takes place before uh, the big event, before the big presentation. We have uh, Willie Tiber and I forgot the, the name of the commander within the military. They're talking on a carriage ride and the nigga in the military, he's feeling like sympathy for the Eldians. He's like, why are you sending uh, or sacrificing these Eldians rather? Why are you sacrificing them? They're, you know, they're just they're just innocent people. And then Willie, he's like, you sent countless, countless Eldians to meet uh, shrapnel bullets to their death, basically. Like, don't switch up on me now. Come on, I, I need you. Don't switch up on me now. And then, you know, they make a pact to both, you know, go with the plan and just uh just uh revel in, in their infamy and just be be devils basically they they make a pact to be devils and after we have that flashback then we get back to present day uh as we saw last episode it picks up um at the moment Willie's getting murked Aaron busts through the floor and tosses that nigga <laughs> several feet into the air and blood is just spilled everywhere then r.i.p willie or maybe not r.i.p depending on how you feel about him um yeah after that this nigga aaron he looks at the crowd after like sending the debris and everything flying at countless people he looks at the crowd there's a, there's still a section that he that hasn't been touched he looks at the crowd and he gets into a sprinting stance and just takes off. And then there's this the it cuts to a scene where there's just this guy sitting down with just a, a blank, expressionless stare on his face as he watches Aaron charge bolt towards him. Like as if he's just submitting to death. Because he he knows there's nothing he can do at this point. And then Aaron hits these. I don't know how many people, but it was like like a whole like a whole stadium, like half of a stadium, the stands full of people with a gigantic people's elbow. It just takes them all out, including that guy, just kills them all, injures several others from uh the 
the after effects of that pe- that people's elbow. <sighs> Bro, this nigga Aaron is irredeemable. He's he's doing shit like he he can never come back from this. And obviously, just based on his character, how he is now, he doesn't want to come back from it. So uh, after that, um, the maid, uh, Willie's maid, or I think she's a maid, whatever. <laughs> Willie's maid, she sees this and she's like, Willie, you will be missed or something of the sort, something like that. And then she transforms into the Warhammer Titan. And then they begin to battle Eren and the maid. And basically... The Warhammer Titan begins to overpower Eren, but at the last se- at the last second, when she asks Eren, "Do you have any last words?" He says, "Any time now, Mikasa." And Mikasa shows up and puts in work and does substantial damage, or so we think, to the Warhammer Titan. So, uh, I thought that scene was really well. Uh, choreographed and animated. Some people are really hating. I think I mentioned this last time. Some how people are really hating on the CGI and Attack on Titan, and I really don't think that Studio Mappa is doing a bad job with the CGI. Like, yeah, it's noticeable, but the movements are like really natural, and nothing seems like too out of place. I think the CGI does a really good job of excuse me (laughs) i think the cgi does a really good job of like blending in with what's going on around it but you know obviously it still it still sticks out is it's defined you feel me so i don't have a problem with the cgi but others are complaining and and making note of that but i thought that uh it was fine so Mikasa puts in work, does substantial damage to the Warhammer Titan. Um, and yeah, she rescues Eren because uh, his head got uh, taken off by the uh, the Warhammer Titan's uh, uh, hammer. So they're talking. Mikasa's like, Eren, you can't come back from this. You killed children. You killed innocent people. Just come home. And Eren's like, uh, we not finished yet. She getting back up. So what Aaron comes to uh to see to find out is that something's off. The Warhammer Titan uh was formed differently. He, you know, he was paying attention using all his senses, and he's he remembered that the Warhammer Titan was formed not from its nape, but from the feet up. And you know, that's Atem. So he has to devise a plan with Mikasa. And all the while, while that's going on, we get to see all the other members of the Survey Corps uh, doing their thing in other parts of the city or, um, yeah, the city or the zone, whatever you want to call it. And other parts of the uh, city uh, taking out the Marleyan army and, um, yeah, just taking out the Marleyan army, uh, killing niggas or trying not to kill as many people. As well, keep, they're trying to keep civilian casualties to a minimum as well. But um, while they're doing that, Gabby and uh, Falco's brother 
I can't remember his name, but yeah, Gabby and Falco's brother, they're getting caught up in all the carnage and they're witnessing people die all around them. Gabby is traumatized at this point, completely traumatized. She breaks down screaming with just this shocked look on her face. And I don't know what that type of trauma feels like, but I felt the emotion in that scene. It, it was it was heavy just seeing her just lose her mind like that. And her friend, Zofia, uh, the girl who said <laughs> was acting weird a couple episodes ago, just got smushed by a rock right in front of her. Like, wow. I, I kind of thought she was going to stick around a bit longer, but yeah, I was wrong. Um, Falco, he's nowhere to be found right now uh, because he's still in the below the stage with Reiner. Or at least I would I would think he is. So yeah, uh, Gabby and Falco's brother, uh, they're taking their other friend to the hospital because he got messed up in the uh in the scuffle. But uh, they go to a little medical facility. The doctor takes one look at him. He's like, he's already dead. We're over. Uh, we're overbooked. You can you can look around. There's nowhere to put him. He's dead. Just take him take him somewhere else. So. They go somewhere else. They just leave him on the ground. But Falco's brother says, uh, stays with him and tells Gabby to go be with her family. But Gabby, she says she doesn't understand why her friends had to die. And she runs off to go fight. And as she does that, uh, she sees Sasha, Potato Girl, on top of a building taking niggas out. And this infuriates her even more. So she picks up a gun. And then the scene cuts away from her. So we can assume that she's going to try and put in work herself and try to take out some uh, members of the, of the survey corps. Uh, after that, Sasha and Connie meet up with the rest of the, of the people talking about placing lights on top of buildings. And then, uh, yeah, we get back to the fight with the Warhammer Titan, Eren and Mikasa. Uh, Mikasa and Eren's plan works. Mikasa causes a distraction. Aaron gets the one up on the Warhammer Titan and is about to eat it. But the Jaw Titan comes through and tries to foil Aaron's plans. Actually, I got to backtrack because something before that happens. The Jaw Titan, the reason it got free was because Peak. Or Piek, however you say her name, the girl who the girl who's been causing a whole bunch of commotion on Twitter because niggas are infatuated with that the scene of her poking her ass out. Like I don't know why, but yeah, <laughs> that's what she's been known for poking her ass out. That that one still shot, but yeah, uh, while uh, the soldier who was leading uh Peek and Porco, I think that's the nigga's name, Porco, uh. To be separated from everyone else in that little hole, she told those uh, group of people that she met before that uh, the guy was shady, so she wanted them to follow from a distance. So they went and saved them in order to free them so they could be of use. Peaks like, where's my gear? Have it ready in 10 minutes. And then the Jaw Titan left to go uh, aid the Warhammer Titan in battle. And so, yeah. Warhammer Titan gets there, tries to foil Eren's plans, almost does it, almost does it. But then Levi shows up and 
in that instance, the animation switches from CGI to 2D animation. Uh, I'm pretty sure everyone who's been complaining is going to like that. It was really crisp. I'm glad they did that because me, myself, like I said, I don't have a problem with the CGI, but I prefer traditional 2D animation. So uh, Levi comes through, puts in work, and... Excuse me again. <laughs> and... Uh, was able to uh, create a disturbance to where Aaron could knock away the jaw titan and apply some pressure. And while Aaron's doing that, everyone else from the survey courts gangs up on the jaw titan and he is just dumbfounded. He's like, I'm a titan. Don't don't you guys see this? Like, why why are you trying to kill me? Like, I am the one who should be dominating right now and he's he's just lost words he he can't comprehend how the the devils from the island quote unquote are just this bold basically how they have enough gall to attack him and try to finish him when he he should be the one doing the finishing so yeah everyone was talking about this episode of attack on titan how it was gonna be crazy hype all that I think it lived up to the hype. I was on the edge of my bed, edge of my seat, watching this in excitement, and I honestly cannot wait for the next episode. I low key might, you know, read the manga, you know, get a get a, get a bit further ahead, you know, spoil myself. I don't know, I don't know, I don't know. I said I wanted to watch it, and, and I'd rather see it animated, but I don't know. It's just too good. It's just too good right now. But moving on, Doctor Stone. Season two, the series is back in episode one, season two, you know, we get caught up on what has happened so far in the series. You know, Sinku wakes up. Well, rather, the blast goes off, turns everyone to stone. Sinku wakes up, yada, yada, yada. We know the story, but new material that's being covered. So basically, uh, the phone has been finished, but in order to have uh an advantage in their war their stone war against the sukasa empire they're focusing on making space food so throughout the episode their main focus is just to freeze the melee the foxtail melee ramen that they developed in season one dry it and make it light and portable so that way they can have a hot meal uh, basically anywhere, anytime they want without having to, you know, uh, do a whole bunch of foraging, killing, cooking. So yeah, that's basically the whole episode. Um, really glad the series is coming back. Uh, as always, <laughs> it's a very informative episode, you know, Dr. Stone, uh, they have a little tag at the end of it where like, uh, they warn you, like, you know, the principles uh, that they use to, like, make the things within the show are based on real world principles and that you probably shouldn't. It's not advised that you uh, try to duplicate what they do or else, you know, you could get seriously hurt. <laughs> so they don't recommend that. But, yeah, very, very good first episode of season two of Dr. Stone. Can't wait for the actual action to kick off and we can see the the true beginnings of the stone war because right now we're still going through the whole prepping process so yeah it should be interesting
Next. Sakura. Like, what's, what's the deal with Sakura? Uh, on Twitter, for, for some odd reason, whatever reason, people are in an uproar about Sakura. This always this always happens. Like this, <laughs> she's always brought up for some reason. People start a whole debate about her. But anyways, this time, like people are talking about like, it, you know, if, if she's a good character, and like, I just don't get it. Like I, I thought, I thought it was it, it was common knowledge that Sakura is not a good character. She she just isn't. <laughs> More times than not, she's she's holding everyone around her back. She is, she isn't carrying her weight and like she just she just falls short as well I take that back like part one early to like may mid Shippuden Sakura th- those things apply to her but like later Shippuden late Shippuden and Boruto uh I'd say her character has been redeemed but. For the most part, Sakura is a bad character. <laughs> like throughout part one of Naruto, she was she was useless. We, we all know this. She didn't hold her weight at all. She was unnecessarily mean to Naruto, just bullying the nigga for no reason, following what everyone else did, saying he was a nuisance, just being mean to him for no reason. Part two, she had a couple one fight in the beginning where she did her thing but like after that it was back to you know calling for naruto to come save her she she just couldn't pull her weight she wasn't strong enough but late shippuden you know she did her thing in the war she healed she she put in her work against uh some wood clone monsters part of the three-way deadlock boruto you know she doing her thing teaching her child and defending the village but yeah, uh, to answer uh, my answer to that whole uh, debate is like you know Sakura, for the most part, she's a bad character. Uh, I don't think too many people uh, think differently. So yeah, um, we don't have any any gaming uh, news today. Not nothing, nothing noteworthy of gaming. Uh, unless, you know, y'all want to hear about <laughs> my uh, adventure to transfer all, like, 200 and something Pokemon from, like, my previous three games on my DS and 3DS to my, the Switch. Y'all want to hear about that? We could talk about that. <laughs> so, basically, you know, I bought Pokemon Bank and Pokemon Home. at the you know, get my subscriptions to those. And the process was just really long and drawn out whole lot i had to do but uh i transferred like all 202 of them to pokemon home only thing that sucks though on pokemon uh sword and shield uh some pokemon have been cut so there were like 13 pokemon that i couldn't bring into the game and i was kind of uh sad about that because i really wanted to use them because they were heavily underutilized um, on the old games, uh, and that those games included, uh, what, uh, Pokemon Pearl version, Alpha Sapphire, and Pokemon Y version. Uh, obviously, I was younger, 
I was a kid. I didn't really know what I was doing playing the Pokemon games. So uh, those Pokemon were like heavily underdrained. But you know, I, you know, I, I was I was really excited to like uh, really use them. But it sucks that I can't. I was gonna. Uh, I had big plans for them. <laughs> Train them up. You know, teach them uh, new moves, special moves, and yeah, just improve my team within the the, uh, the new game. But hey, what can you do? Uh, moving on to music, we got whole lot of red. Uh, this album caused a whole lot of controversy on the Twitterverse. Was it worth the wait? Was it good? <laughs> you know, big questions brought up uh, by the album's release. And after having about almost a month to digest the album, which it really didn't require that, but you know. I took my time with it. Um, I'd say that the album was good. It was solid. It was solid. I'll leave it at that. Uh, did it live up to the the hype that people placed upon it? No, because that hype was astronomical. People were talking about a whole lot of red as, as if it was like the second coming of Jesus or something. Like this album was just gonna change the landscape of of uh trap music, and while it did do something different playboy cardi was pushed to areas where he wasn't really comfortable it took him out of his comfort zone it didn't redefine anything um i'd say that the album uh what am i trying to say (laughs) i say that the album was a fun a fun and interesting listen. Like I said, it took Playboy Cardi out of his element at times, and he really tried to show his artistry. As he said in a in an interview, he really wanted to show his artistry and prove that you know he's ready for the for the big moment in terms of music. Uh, I thought that the album was like a solid seven, really enjoyable. The production is my favorite part of the album because you know. Playboy Cardi lacks in, in the lyrics category. You know, he's not really the best MC, but that's not why I listen to him. I listen to him for, like, the energy, the feeling, the production. And, you know, if he can give a good vocal performance on the track, that that does, you know, adds a bonus. But, like I said, the production really did it for me. It had very abrasive and distorted bassy production at times while... At others, it was video game-esque and fun, whimsical, if you will. And other times, uh, it was more his traditional style, uh, very trippy, uh, moody, if you would say. So, yeah, those are my thoughts on Whole lot of Red. Thought... It was a really solid album. Seven out of ten, in, in my opinion. Seven out of ten. Um, and yeah, <laughs> that's basically it for today's episode of the Weeb Webcast. As always, y'all can find me on Twitter at CamIsBase, K-A-M-I-Z-B-A-S-E-D. And I'll see y'all next time for the next episode, whenever that may be. Catch y'all later.